Holy Letters of the Rebbe, in volume 8. This is letter number 2537, dated Baruch Hashem, the 19th day of Oder Beis, Tavshin Yidal, Brooklyn. The Rebbe is writing to the Mukhutun. That's a Mukhutun of the Rebbe's. And we have uh, several letters from to him. Avram Yehuda Sheyichya Chain. The Rebbe says, Shalom Abracha. The Rebbe says, I was very happy to, to learn several days of that the new uh, uh, dwelling place of your honor, you're settling in. I guess he moved to a new, new home. And may it be the will of the blessed Hashem, it should be, as it says, Mishanem Akom, Mishanem Azal If you change your place, you also change your good fortune for good and for blessing. So changing a place has the ability to add to your luck, good luck and for all blessing in all matters, as the language used by my father-in-law, the Rebbe, in his letters. And it appears that this was also the language by the previous Rebbe's. When a person moved, they told them, they said to them, should be changing place, should bring them change of luck for the good and for blessing, both spiritually and physically. So the Rebbe said, explained several times during the gathering, during Fabringens, the idea that believing in one Hashem is something which is logically a, a conclusion, that you have to conclude not logically, and that brings one to receiving one Torah, it's all idea of one. The Torah is one, and the result is also that we need to be one nation in the land. Basically, the idea of unity, the unity in the world, the unity of Hashem, Torah, and also as a people. That means the unity in all matters. If we can unify all this, then the belief in the unity of Hashem is complete by making all other details, uniting them all. So, the Rebbe says, surprisingly, that it's specifically in these times, as of late, even in the sciences, they have this idea is being brought about, and the Rebbe says, in huge, huge steps, they bring in to unite all the various kinds of uh, natural, physical, all phenomenons that come in the nature, the physically, to the extent possible. Also by organizing the various different rules by which things work and to unite all the various different kinds of happenings, phenomena in the physical nature. Uh, this is, but the main thing is to find one general power and all other powers and all other happenings, phenomena 
is branches and parts of that. So there is a general theme, and from this generality comes the all the details. So basically, there is a major level or an idea of uniting everything, finding the common cause and finding a common underlying and that brings about all the expressions that come that they're not each one different pieces but rather they all come out from the same source and they're all basically branches out of the same thing. Why is the Rebbe telling him all this? The Rebbe is telling him all this because the Rebbe says to him that his physicality and his spirituality, the Rebbe is blessing him both physically and spiritually. Apparently, that he wasn't so well physically. And again, I don't know what it's written here before these three dots over here, like, or what is uh, uh, dots over here. So it's kind of hard. But I, I get from the Rebbe's answer that maybe he wasn't feeling so well, but so the Rebbe says, and what the Rebbe said before, also that the move should bring you both a good muzzle and good uh, and, and and goodness, both physically and spiritually. So the Rebbe says, I'm not just coming to teach to say here a pilpul, a uh, good uh, uh, ideas over here, but by to say that the physicality and the spirituality go together. So you should be able to tell me very soon uh, goodness from the betterment of your health and also that you find satisfaction. Maybe does it, it was good. Does it, does it say health? Like yes. Health? And also that you find spiritual satisfaction. Maybe he was also complaining about not finding Rebbe says both together. Having doubts. Yeah, well, Rebbe was trying to uh, bless him and encourage him and that everything comes together for the good. And the Rebbe mm-hmm. says the various different uh, photostats that you that were under Rav Telushkin, also Mr. Rifkin, I saw them. And the Rebbe says, Surely, Your Honor, you don't need no approbation on that, but the Rebbe says, just like it is the nature of all Jews. You know, you tell me something, so we don't go over something without making some observation. Uh, and the Rebbe says, uh, and not only, you know, <laughs> sometimes you make an observation when somebody says something. So, like one rabbi says something, you make an observation. So in the Gemara, sometimes you say, you make an observation, oh, what you said over there, you know what, I find somewhere else, you know, that you're right. So that would be a support. But people uh, would, uh, but, you know, some people, you tell them that, he quoted from the Gomorrah, when the rabbi used to tell him, oh, you're right, he says, well, don't I know that I'm right? I don't need you <laughs> to tell me that I'm right. <laughs> so the Rebbe says, I'm going to also uh, do, in other words, the Rebbe's going to make a note, he's going to challenge him. <laughs> That's going to... So the Rebbe says, oh, we're running out. Thank you. So, okay. so uh, 
as far as this goes, the Rebbe says, I am going to use as a example of it says in the Gemara in Soita Malav that the one who is a merchant in the Sitkis, that's the simple things, always has buyers. And there was a story in the Gemara over there that there was one rabbi, you know, he was a great rabbi, a very big mind, but he didn't have that many people coming to listen to his to his drusha, to his uh, uh, class that he gave. And then there was a simple, uh, not as great, and everybody came to listen to him. <laughs> and it was like, and the great rabbi felt bad. He said the people aren't coming to him. So the other rabbi felt bad because he knew that the other rabbi was really greater. So he said, well, you know, people that come to deal with, you know, just the cheap stuff always have uh, customers coming there to, to buy it. But people that deal with diamonds, ah, uh, well, there you got to be a maven. You got to be somebody. So don't worry that other people, everybody's going there because they're not really on that level. So the Rebbe's basically saying, <sighs> so, uh, so that is when you talk about things that you absolutely need, uh, they are available for everybody, what we all need. But when you need like precious stones and, uh, and jewels, not everybody needs that. So therefore you don't have that much of an audience. Uh, so basically, it doesn't say here, uh, I don't know, it seemed like the Rebbe was going to uh, uh, say something, or maybe this is what the Rebbe said before. There is nothing here later on in this letter. The letter is over. Uh, but so the Rebbe says that um, I guess uh, you don't need. Uh, my approval, but the Rebbe is just making this comment, this comment itself, uh, that I guess that he's dealing with things that everybody knows. I mean, those were, I guess, stories uh, that uh, uh, I'm not sure exactly, but the Rebbe blesses him to good news and regards to the whole family. And the Rebbe says, thank you specifically for those le- for those stories that you quote, that you copied into your letter, and also the Rebbe says for sure in the future you'll also write from these beautiful uh, things. And he quotes from the Gemara again: "Asher al bishayu yakira." Those who wear them, they're really precious. The uh, these beautiful stories, the Rebbe says, and, uh, and the Rebbe also sent him back these copies in a separate package uh, for him. Okay, so this is the letter. This letter, this letter, 